Merry Christmas wish to everybody to start off this week's edition of the Overdrive Radio Podcast. December 23rd, 2022, just a couple of days ahead of the holiday. I'm, I'm Todd Dills, and today we're going to drop in on quite an experience Overdrive Executive Editor Alex Lockie had just a little more than a week ago. The Danbury, Connecticut stop on the Wreaths Across America convoy tour from Maine down to Arlington National Cemetery, the big central wreath laying event there. But it's just one among thousands around the country at veteran cemeteries designed to pay respect to those who've served the nation. Lockie there met Hampton Roads moving storage owner-operator Stephen Meyer in his late 1990s Freightliner FLD, pulling a custom-wrapped trailer of his own design and dedicated to honoring distinct individuals who, together, tell a story of achievement, of sacrifice, and ultimately of elemental things about human nature that, for me, and for both men in the moment, as you'll hear, no doubt deliver a measure of hope for the future of humanity. Trucking is such a huge part of the story of Reaches Across America with countless owner-operators, drivers, motor carriers donating time and effort to not just that central Maine to Arlington convoy, but all the quieter events all across the country. That's to say nothing of the myriad of trucking families also participating in the ceremonies with others around the nation or privately. Overdrive contributor and retired owner-operator Gary Bucks sent along a picture of his extended family with a wreath at the resting place of one Keith Bucks in Birmingham, Ohio's Township Cemetery. Keith Bucks served as a machinist in the Navy in World War II, in the engine room of what was known as an LST, or tank landing ship, in support of smaller amphibious ships. He was at Normandy, much like my grandfather, Vincent Bill Dills, who was on a destroyer in the Pacific, Gary tells me that his uncle Keith Bucks never much talked about the war experience with many in the family. Keith was Gary Bucks' father's oldest brother and lived a long life after the war, passing just shy of 80 in the year 2000. Remembering the history of those who served, passing that history along to the next generations is fundamentally the mission of Reefs Across America. Here's thanks to Gary for the honor of knowing at least a small part of Keith Buck's story. And more to that effect, after a quick break for a word from Overdrive Radio's sponsor, you'll meet a few more heroes with owner-operator Stephen Meyer as he walks us through the stories of the figures depicted on his trailer with Overdrive's Alex Lockie. Find a picture of the trailer itself via the post that houses this podcast at overdriveonline.com slash overdrive hyphen radio. Likewise, in Alex Lockie's reporting from the event. Find a link to that story in the show notes. Keep tuned for more. When you have a diesel emergency, you don't have time to wait around for 911. Instead, call your lifeline. How's Diesel Lifeline? The only emergency rescue product to reliquify gel fuel and de-ice frozen fuel filters without the use of harmful alcohol. Always safe to use, you can pour it directly into your fuel filters without wasting time mixing it with additional diesel fuel. So this winter, if you find yourself stuck in a bind, skip the tow. Get yourself back on the road fast with Howe's Diesel Lifeline. For more information, visit Howe'sProducts.com. That's Howe's, H-O-W-E-S, Howe'sProducts.com. Here's owner-operator Stephen Meyer, starting at the back of the Kentucky trailer on a tour through 150 more years of U.S. history. 
So now this is a trailer, my own design. We worked on it, me and Mike, uh, related to the founder of Reese Across America. And they actually, he actually, he actually printed all this and wrapped it for me. It's a couple years old now. But the program's Remember, Honor, Teach, right? But it means something different to me. Remember the veterans no longer here and remember the fallen. Honor those that are served, serving and those that have served and then teach our children the value of freedom in the history of the country. All right, so that right there is Loretta Walsh. And she's actually the first woman that was ever allowed to serve in the United States military that wasn't a nurse. Mm -hmm. She was in the Navy. And if you look at that, that was in 1914, or 1917, excuse me. Yeah. And if you look at that picture, she's actually leaning on a cannon. She passed away in 1929 of tuberculosis. She's buried in, uh, she's buried in Pennsylvania. But April 22nd is actually her birthday. And it's, it's that April 22nd is actually named after her at the Naval Academy. Right, so then now we're gonna go here. Now this is trucking related. That mm -hmm. right there is Mr. Paul Arpin. Paul Arpin of Paul Arpin Van Lines. So Paul Arpin, that you Paul Arpin Van Lines and then turned into Arpin Van Lines, but they were out of West Warwick, Rhode Island. He's actually a D-Day survivor, second wave. He went he went in there the second wave on the boat. So yes, he went he stormed the beach second wave. Wow. Uh in 2010, he was 89 years old. He actually fell down the stairs, broke his hip. He just couldn't recover, and that's what took him out. And then it turned into ARPA and band lines. This right here, this is all win cash. Now he was his silver star was just upgraded to Congressional Medal of Honor last year. But this guy in 2005, October 17th, this is 2005. This man right here pulled six of his soldiers out of a burning Bradley fighting vehicle while he himself was burning to death. He passed away two weeks later in San Antonio, Texas, in the burn yard. He was burned over 90% of his body. But let me tell you this about him. He was, he was in the gunner's position in the Bradley, and that's what kind of throws people off. But the reason he was in the gunner's position, he was the commander of two Bradleys. But the reason he was in the gunner's position, Alex, is because his Bradley, okay his bradley that he was always in it was actually broke down in the garage and he saw those two bradleys leaving and he actually stopped them and took over the gunner's position because he wanted to go with his men wow yeah and this, out of the six guys that he pulled out of the bradley three of them passed away before he did and uh and the infection overtook his body but i also personally believe from what i know of the man uh and i never met him personally but just by talking to everyone around him he actually probably died of a broken heart. That probably because he felt he let down his men. So he definitely deserved the Congressional Medal of Honor. But that's why I got him in the middle, and that's why the gold star, I realize it kind of looks yellow, but the gold star there. See, that's your remember. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to go to the honor. Now, this one's going to throw you off the loop, but remember what I said about what the program means to me. It's right here is Holy, and he's actually a lieutenant colonel in the Marine Corps, and he's stationed at Quantico as we speak. He's a finance dude and stuff. But at the end of the day, this man right here is a Marine. That makes him a rifleman. That means that this guy can get down, get busy right now. You see what I'm saying? And this is actually the son-in-law, the founder of East Cross America. But that's my honor, right? Meyer then walked down the lineup of figures on the side of the moving trailer to Olga Custodia. She's actually the first, uh, she's actually the first female Hispanic fighter pilot. And she's actually the first female Hispanic United Airlines pilot. She's retired. She's 70 years old. She lives in San Antonio, Texas. She's from Puerto Rico. Wow. And there's your remember, see, or your honor, excuse me. And then teach. Now that's Joshua Chamberlain. You ever heard of Chamberlain's army? You have heard the term, you just don't know about it. Yeah. But anyway, he held off Lee's troops west of Gettysburg. 
right? He was a, he was a head. Of, he was a general in charge of the twentieth Maine Regiment. He was actually an academic. He his father told him, "I could get you an appointment to West Point." He said, "No, I want to go into the ministries. I want to follow the ministries, and I want to go to college." He was actually an academic, and he actually led the twentieth Maine Regiment. He's the thirty third governor of Maine. He's a Medal of Honor recipient. He was actually wounded in combat, and he actually he actually forced himself to stand up, uh, stand, remain standing on his saber or a tree or something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I read in his memoirs, he said if he would have fell, he knew all of his men would have tucked tail and ran. This guy was that, what you would say a liberal. You know what I mean? He believed all men was created equal and all that. And he told the guys, when they gave him all the deserters, they said, here, you have all the deserters, Chamberlain's army. You have all the deserters. He said, listen, you guys disgraced yourself. You disgraced your families. You disgraced your towns. You disgraced everything. I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself because he knew he needed him to help him fight. Now, wow. step back here, Alex, real quick. And if I was if I was better rested, I would better tell this story. Trust me, bro. Okay. But when you look at this trailer, Alex, what do you see? I see a bunch of different people from different backgrounds. The diversity of America. That's what I wanted to capture. And this was three years ago. This is before wow. all the craziness that's going yeah. on in the country where so you see what that is the diversity of America, bro. You know what I mean? That's what I want to do at you. The figures on Meyer's Kentucky trailer are diverse in background, sure, but as Lockie pointed out then an end in his story from the scene at the Reese convoy stop in Danbury, Connecticut last week, they're all representing the same story, ultimately. Sacrifice for the common good. Heroes, Meyer and Lockie both called them. The trailer cuts a fine picture hooked to the fifth wheel of Meyer's 1998 Freightliner FLD 120. He's not done yet, with further plans for the tractor in hand. Meyer wasn't there in Danbury for the display of his truck alone, of course. He opened the rear doors for Lockie then. You smell that? That's how my trailer's gonna smell for the next two months. It's probably as good as your trailer smells. Seriously. But each side. So I'm gonna, so each side, so I've got, I've collected a lot of pictures of, of movers. So right. I'm gonna, one side of my tractor, the box is gonna, it's gonna have faces like this, not as big. Then uh -huh. on the back of it, I'm gonna have, uh, I'm gonna have law enforcement officers that were killed in the line of duty that were veterans. That's gonna be on the back of the truck. And then that side, you know, I mean, now there's gonna be some people within the trucking industry that I know of that were veterans. You because know, where would we be without him? Where would we be, indeed, without each other? Meyer and Lockie then came to a point of reflection on the capacity for heroism within humanity. Meyer wrapped that up with a return back to the center of the trailer in the image of Sergeant First Class Alan C. Cash, recipient of the Congressional Medal of Honor. They ran over an IAD. It was covered in diesel fuel. This man ran back and on fire and pulled all them guys out of that Bradley while he was burning to death. You know what I'm saying? You would have done, you would have done the same thing. I would have done the same thing because at that mo in that moment in time, Alex, those were our brothers. Those would have yeah. been our brothers. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You would have done it without thought. I cannot help but believe that of every human being I look in the eyes. I just can't help but think that. I got yeah. to. Thanks to Stephen Meyer for telling his story. To take us out to the end, then, 
some considered words from the Connecticut Reese event from Gold Star Mother, Jean Mariano. Our next speaker, Gold Star Mother, Jean Mariano. His son, Jason D. Lewis, was killed during combat operations in Baghdad, Iraq, in July of 2007. Please welcome Jason would think this is a great project. And so I thank you for listening to me and I thank you for the opportunity of coming here and Merry Christmas. Overdrive Radio is a production of Overdrive voice of the American Trucker. It's edited and produced by me, Todd Dills, with the acoustic guitar and other support of Trucker songwriter and Overdrive contributor long-haul Paul Marhofer. The theme is Legend of the Snake Man by Marhofer, featuring guitar work of Travis the Snake Man himself, Womack, Terry Tussox Richardson on bass, keys by Tishmingo Jim Whitehead, and on drums, Mr. Andrew Marshall. The podcast is backed up further by Overdrive's own news editor, Matt Cole, Social media coordinator Holly Young, executive editor Alex Delaki, who we hear from today, 
and intrepid video editors Lawson Russell and Mr. Andrew Gwynn. Give thanks again to Overdrive Radio sponsor Howes. You can find them at Howes, that's H-O-W-E-S, HowesProducts.com. Merry Christmas, everybody.